Hello, and welcome to another episode of Vital Moments, a podcast about naturopathic medicine, sponsored by Vitacare Natural Health Clinic. Today, we are speaking with Dr. Katharina Holowa, Clinic Director at Vitacare. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Excellent. We have a very interesting topic today, and one that is very relevant across the board for everyone at any age, and that is breaking the sugar addiction. I was reading up on some stats about sugar. Research has shown that sugar alters mood and brings us both reward and pleasure in the same way that cocaine affects the brain. That's right. In fact, studies with rats have shown that they prefer sugar over cocaine. Our bodies crave sugar, right? For lots of physiological reasons. We can even experience withdrawal symptoms, right? 100%. Yeah. So what are some of the health implications of a sugar addiction? Well, the very obvious ones include things like weight gain, right? But we can also be looking at, uh, for example, brain fog and lightheadedness, especially Mm. with those those cycles of of blood sugar. Um, Anxiety and depression are very closely associated with uh, sugar addiction. And then, of course, there's irritability and that hangry sensation where you're really, really hungry and you're Mm -hmm. angry at the same time. Sleep disturbances, fatigue, and then um, starting to get a little bit more complicated. So some hormone imbalances, thyroid, insulin, progesterone, cortisol levels. Wow. You know, getting back to the anxiety, I'm thinking today we have so many issues with anxiety. Mental health. Yes. And, you know, adding a food in i mean we've got enough to be anxious about anyways but adding that food in people get addicted to these foods french fries why do we put sugar in french fries why do we put sugar in bread and in in like hamburger buns it gets people more addicted and i was reading again doing some research and a massive 74 74 percent of packaged foods contain added sugar absolutely 75 surprised it's that low Really? I I couldn't believe that. I was amazed. Look at your boxes of soup, like, right? Yeah, that's right. Why soup? Okay, so um, let me ask, why is getting sugar addiction in check so very important? There's a lot of reasons. There are three key imbalances that we like to look at when we're talking about sugar addiction. Number one is the carbohydrate sensitivity. So when you're sensitive to carbohydrates, you will crave them more and that can lead to a lot of weight gain and blood sugar imbalance. And so by regulating your eating patterns and avoiding these foods that convert sugar quickly, then we can get our carbohydrate sensitivity in check. And then there's um, low uh, neurotransmitter levels like serotonin. When we are able to consume foods that are higher in protein, a little bit more tryptophan, then we can stop that blood sugar, that um, neurotransmitter imbalance from happening, which can happen when, which, which results from eating too much sugar. And then finally, there's the beta endorphin release. So by avoiding these patterns in foods that stimulate excessive beta endorphins, um, which then will leave you, leave you feeling more depleted in the end. Wow. <laughs> Sounds very technical. But um, if somebody came to see you, you would help them with that whole... Absolutely, yeah. And that's how that's how we help people get off of that sugar roller coaster addiction. Yeah, that's train. what it is, isn't it? It is, yeah. Because I know I, if I have um, a carbohydrate for breakfast, for instance, by 3 or 4 in the afternoon, I am that hangry. Yeah, and you'll I, be reaching I, for sugar because that's the yeah. fastest way to get yeah. sh- uh, carbohydrate sugar back into your system. Now, I have to say that I've been sugar-free 
for about almost four months. Excellent. Congratulations. And even through Christmas. Wow. And the motivation was there. The motivation was there. And uh, I wanted to get healthier. I was on a really good trajectory for getting healthier. And I wanted to continue it. And what I feel now is amazing. Just getting rid of that one thing. Yeah. What What are some of the things you're feeling? Um. Well, I don't have as many um, muscle aches yeah. and pains. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar is really inflammatory. Yes, and I don't have that afternoon uh, want to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not sleeping as much. Now that sounds weird, but no, no, I get I, what you mean. Yeah, I'm having more quality sleep, and I don't, uh, you know, I'm not exhausted during the day. Yeah. So for me, cutting out sugar was huge. So what are some of the steps that you use with your patients, um, and and I'm one of them, (laughs) in your programs to recover from sugar addiction? Well, there's there's a lot of different ways to get away from from excessive sugar um, intake. What I like to suggest is, first of all, start with eating protein at breakfast. This is going to help to stabilize your blood sugars, and I mean, especially people who skip breakfast. If you're doing an intermittent fasting program, that's a different issue, but I'm talking about people who are, are eating a regular diet. Eating sugary, starchy, carbohydrate foods in the morning is going to cause that crash, and just getting some good quality protein and or healthy fats in the morning will help to stabilize that. I think what, can a, I just ask, yeah. what is a healthy fat? Avocado. Nuts and seeds, nut butters, olives, olive oil, butter, right? So those are all really nice, healthy fat sources. The second thing I like to recommend people do is start to journal how you feel when you're eating, right? Uh, you eat a food and you notice, oh gosh, I feel really not so good after. What did I have? Ooh, that was a big bowl of pasta with, you know, with, with cheese sauce or something like that, or, um, or, or a bag of chips. I feel really awful after. Then you can start to look back and go, oh, look at these foods always make me feel not so good after. It's a good motivation to take those foods out. And more times than not, it will be those starchy, carbohydrate-y, um, sugary foods that we're, that we're noticing. Now, it's interesting that you say about journaling. Because I got myself an Apple Watch uh-huh. for my birthday present from my mom. And it has a, a mindfulness app. And I journal. And it just... So somebody doesn't have to feel overwhelmed about getting a journal and writing oh, yeah. it all down. On my watch, I just it asks me, how are you feeling? And most people have got some kind of smart devices, whether yeah. it's on your phone, whether it's on your wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. I also like to just to tell people to have um, try and have two or three healthy meals a day and focusing on the protein and the fat. Like I kind of said the first time, that protein and fat is going to slow down sugar release and it's going to keep you satiated for a lot longer. Um, of course, shifting your diet away from white. Mm. white is going to equal carbohydrates which is going to equal sugar Mm -hmm. even if that means just switching to a whole grain bread switching from white rice to brown rice it's a step to to decreasing that sugar overload and adding some fiber which will which will further slow the carbohydrate release so with when you say white yeah that's simple white bread white rice Simple carbohydrates. Okay. Yeah. And simple carbohydrates are like eating sugar? They are very much like eating because they convert to sugar so quickly in the body. Okay. Yeah. Once you have something uh, uh, more fiber in a product, which will make it less white, it slows down how quickly that sugar is absorbed. So just a question, yeah. but if if you have a potato yeah. and then you have um, like a, asparagus, yeah. you know, high fiber asparagus, yeah. 
Would that be a good combo? That will help. Or would you... I would still recommend adding some protein and fat to that. Well, so yes, put some butter on your potato okay. and, ah. and a piece of chicken with it. Okay. But for sure, there's nothing inherently wrong with potatoes, right? Um, but, they, you know, just, just eating the white, if you eat the skin, that's going to add some fiber right there. Oh, okay. But yeah, some asparagus would, would be great. Okay. Yeah. So a fiber is really key. Fiber is key. Fiber is key. We do not eat enough fiber in our society, and that's mm-hmm. another podcast right there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll write that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what? What else do you? Um, and then finally, I'm just gonna say people need to start to slowly reduce their sugar intake, mm. switching to um, fruit as opposed to candy, switching to um, stevia or xylitol as opposed to uh, pure sugar, getting into a, just a carbonated water rather than juice or pop, mm-hmm. um, and just mm-hmm. gradually do that, and so and decreasing that sugar slowly, slowly, slowly until it's something that your body isn't craving as much. Now, when you have a patient that you're working with yeah. to, uh, for instance, balance hormones, because we've talked about that as a top health tip this week, um, you work with them to get the sugar addiction under control, yeah. you you base, you give them more information. You help oh, them absolutely. And work because with it's individualized. Them. Yes. Right? I, yeah. I can't give I can't give a recipe to every single person. Mm-hmm. We have to look at everyone's specific situation. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's key. And the thing with naturopathic medicine that I've said over and over is that you spend time. That's it. I mean, your appointments, your initial appointments are what, 45, 45 minutes? minutes? Yeah. That's a long time to get a complete idea yeah. of what that person is able and willing to do. That's right. And able and willing is, is really important. Yeah. Not everyone is able or willing to totally cut sugar out right now, cold mm-hmm. turkey. Some mm-hmm. people can do it. Mm-hmm. And some are like, no, 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 no. That's not going to work for me in my lifestyle. And you work with that. Exactly. It's, it's not like um, some professionals, you know, they say cut it out, bang. Yeah. That's it. Um, no, you know, you work with them, right? Yeah. Um, you, you have to you have to meet a person where they are and you have to, to be help them get better exactly yeah exactly yeah because yeah. yeah. you want it long term right that's right yep I mean for me control of that um, it's it's long term I don't want to go back to what I was you yeah. know eating so I'm good good yeah and I'm not craving it I mean I know this is a, a whole different topic but I'm really happy for me because you told me to you know. Work slowly, yeah. but I didn't. I just went cold well, turkey. Well, you're a cold turkey type of person. I guess I am. There's cold turkey people and then there's not cold turkey people. <laughs> I like to think of myself as cold turkey. Anyways, it just, it, it's been incredible. Good for you. Yeah. Good for yeah. You. So is there anything else you would like to say about uh, the importance of getting blood sugar uh, or getting sugar addiction under control? I guess I would just reiterate the fact that sugar has got so many negative effects in the body mm-hmm. when done in excess. Mm-hmm. Moderation, you know, depending on the level of moderation, sure. But we've got a society right now of a lot of um, health conditions, heart disease, mm-hmm. diabetes, overweight, anxiety, depression, cancer. We know that, that sugar fuels cancer, right? Getting sugar under control is going to help to prevent a lot of these um, conditions. Mm. The other thing I would mention too is our young people are starting to um, become very addicted, especially because mm. of how much fast food, how much processed food, um, how much quick nutrition there is out there. Mm-hmm. And if the parents can do it, um, they can really help to guide their kids as well. Yeah, and I we can help work with families through yeah, that. I think that's an excellent point. Improving health through generations. Yeah, because you know it's it's 
with both parents working, it's, it's yeah. easy to grab the package things. And unfortunately, you know, when you look at the label, uh, there, there's things in them, like there's white, yeah. but there's also different names for sugar. That's the other thing too. Yeah. yeah and they really are sneaky about Very what sneaky. the names are. Yeah. So do you have, do you give a handout or do you give education? We have people? handouts. We have, we have discussion about it. We talk about reading labels. Seeing how much sugar, carbohydrates, the other words for sugar and high fructose corn syrup and fructose and you know, all of the different words. Yeah, wow. we absolutely work through that. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Um, this was fabulous. It's great information. Um, I hope you like that I shared my stuff too. <laughs> um, thank you so much. For, I mean, absolutely. It's great yeah. for people to know that that. It's really possible. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It seems hard when you just kind of look at it from outside view, mm-hmm. but but you know, I've worked with so many people in cutting back their sugar, and and people feel so good after. And yesterday, uh, people saw the hormone questionnaire. Oh yeah. And uh, the video that you did about uh, from seed to a tree. Mm. So I I really hope that um, people listen to this one too because it's tied together, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So thank you again, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye.